Hello, this is Jennifer from Turtle Creek Lane, and I am here with my oldest son, Stephen, and my daughter, McKenna Kate. We are quarantined down at our ranch, and we actually thought it would be really fun to do a quick podcast on the way our family eats. And um, to be totally transparent, I have never done a podcast before, so this may be a little raw, but we have just been eating a no refined carbohydrate diet for about the last nine months. And we have just seen just unbelievable results in our health. And we just wanted to get on and talk and share a little bit about what our family is currently doing, what we've been doing the last nine months and see if it can be helpful for your family or you as well. So um, I'm trying to remember Stephen, why why did we? Stephen was the one that really instigated this in our family. Stephen, I'm trying to remember now. Why did we initially start this deal? Yeah. Well, really quick before we hop in, just for any first time listeners. Uh, so I am uh, the oldest of my mom's five kids, of Jen's five kids. Um, I'm 29, and Mickey, it Mickey, are you? You're 11, right? Yeah, I just, yeah. just turned 11. Um, and so it's the three of us, and we're just going to have kind of a long, open forum discussion. I think my mom's gotten a ton of questions in her Instagram and DMs and all that. And uh, my wife, Kim, actually helped me compile some of those questions into a list. And so we're just going to have a long form discussion and try to hit all of the different questions people have been asking about um, that Kim's you know put together. And... Uh, Hopefully this will be beneficial. Um, and to your question, Mom, how do we get started? So I think – so our family did keto. Well, I started doing keto like three years ago. Well, it was when I was still at Goldman, I remember, because um, we kind of looked at doing keto. So I, I started doing keto, and then I did intermittent fasting, and then I kind of did both of those together because I was just gaining weight at Goldman because I just didn't move all day. Um and so I started learning about it. And then somehow we all started, I don't know, our family's kind of always been the nutrition. Well, I, started, I started doing keto and I lost weight at first, but I did not feel well. Yeah, well, dad I, and I did keto. Personally, I think dad, that? I think, wasn't it me, Tanner, and dad did keto? And it worked pretty well for the three of us, but you and Kim, yes. it didn't work great for. And kids don't really do keto um, or intermittent fasting. But, and I just really felt like I wanted to be eating fruits, you know, some yeah. of the, the, the fruits that God made. And I thought, how are we supposed to cut out all those yummy foods that God made? And so I kind of started thinking, okay, I wanted to tweak this a little bit. So maybe that was how it all well, got No, I, I think the way – so the actual, like, decision – because going off refined carbs, you kind of have to, like <laughs> – write it down and decide like it's not something because it's so addictive in nature it's not something you can kind of just like sort of dip your toe into i feel like you kind of have to decide i think it was actually sam or mickey mentioned they were like i think sam wanted to get faster for lacrosse yeah, Sam, yeah. Yeah, and, and Sam. Also, Kate, what was it with you? I didn't want to do that. I, 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 I
I like because I was so addicted to sugar, and I was like, "There's no way." Well, no, I think. Keep going. Sorry. What? No, keep going. And then, but then Stephen was like, "Well," and then he was like, "Just imagine, like, with your tumbling, because I also didn't want to get like." better at tumbling and dance and stuff and he was like and your wrists used to hurt a lot i remember yeah they would hurt a lot whenever i would tumble and then steven was like like if you were to do this like deal like you could get like like so good at all like at tumbling and dance and all that type of stuff and i got to earn something so i was like okay i guess i'll do it and so then i just decided to do it and i don't, do not regret it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was it. I think it was Sam, kind of at the same time, like kind of serendipitously, Sam was like, I want to get better at lacrosse. And I told both Sam and Mickey, I remember I told them that I would help them solve one problem in their life. Remember that, Mick? Oh, yes. And I was like, I'll sit down with you. We'll draw it all out. We'll build like systems charts and like we'll really dig in and solve the problem. And Sam's problem is he wanted to get better at lacrosse. And Mickey, your thing was you wanted to get better at back handsprings and tumbling and, like, be able to jump higher. I wanted to get my staying back tucked. Yep, that's right. And through the process of figuring out, okay, what is it that Sam could do that would have the biggest positive impact? And what was it that Mickey could do that had the biggest immediate positive impact? It came back on both of those that they both needed to have – they both needed to be stronger. Like, it was uh, the idea they needed to – it was like strength divided by mass or weight, and it was just increasing that ratio. So they would they would be stronger, but also be lighter is what we kind of figured out for both of them. Because you guys were both a little bit chunky at that point. Like you weren't like I don't know if you I, I don't know if you call it overweight or just chunky or just chubby. I don't know whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, but, but, but I think it's important that that we. It was more of a health issue, and that's something we've really focused on with the kids is, like, it hasn't been we ever wanted them to lose weight. We just always talked in terms of we want you to be your healthiest self. And I'll just flat out say it right now. I I was not a good mother that way as far as sugar goes. I think that I um, was... For a little bit like I know now having done this for nine months, no question about it. I was addicted to sugar and I didn't think I was at the time at all. And I think most people don't think that they are, but if you're eating more than 16 grams of sugar a day, which is really what our bodies are made to handle and you're having sugar every day, you might want to look in the mirror and ask yourself if you have an addiction to sugar, because I think most people she are addicted to sugar. And for me, it wasn't a weight loss. Um, nearly as much as I had mood swings. I would have carbohydrates and I'd crash, then I would eat more carbohydrates, then I would crash. And I just had more of these mood swings that I didn't like. So anyway, that was the real reason I got going on it. Well, and I think with the kids too, like I think there's different reasons different people do it. Like for you, yeah, it wasn't really a weight loss thing because you're kind of at your weight you want to be at. I think for Sam and Mickey, and this is the thing we talked about with them because like, if Sam had been playing football, right, like he probably would want to be heavier, but he had switched but from football to lacrosse. Yeah, so depending on his position, he may want to get heavier. But I think like 
probably more with muscle. Yeah. And I think one of the things that like, and this is kind of a little bit of a side note, but mom, you and I have talked about this before, how before you understand kind of the body's mechanism of weight gain and weight loss, like how it's a hormonal system that's regulated just like everything else in our body, until you understand what drives weight gain and what drives weight loss, it can kind of feel like it's just luck or a black box. And I think it's the black box luck element that makes like talking about weight stuff kind of taboo. Because if at the end of the day, you really believe that like your genetics control you or I don't know, like it's just not in your control, then yeah, but if you don't know that, like it can kind of be like taboo to say like, yeah, like Sam wanted to lose weight so he could run faster. You know what I mean? But once you realize that like, no, it's a hormonal system. And once you learn how it works, it is uh, so you can freeing. Yeah. That's what I finally realized is, oh my goodness, we can eat. Like with keto, I felt like I was constantly cutting out so many foods. Mm-hmm. With the way we eat now, yeah, I am cutting out probably, you know, foods mostly that come in a bag with a barcode because I know that they've been stripped of most nutrients. They're empty calories. But I can eat so many great foods and I just don't put on weight or anything because I understand the importance of the way food reacts to our body with our insulin. And maybe, Stephen, you'll get more into that. Yeah. But, yeah. You want to say something? Yeah. But that also, if if it's in a bag with a barcode, a lot of times it's not a problem with carbs, but most of the time it is one. But yeah, like our, like our frozen fruit. That I guess like, I guess our that frozen fruit, kind of like popcorn, um, skinny pop. Like there's only certain types that we can have, um, like skinny pop, and then like um those what else? Oh, pe- peanuts and well, yeah, if, if yeah, they're yeah. um unsweetened peanuts and like my un- unsweetened dried strawberry, that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, maybe we should talk a little bit now about like what the actual deal is. Um, I think a lot of people are somewhat familiar with it, but, uh, so now we kind of know like why it is we did it. Well, Stephen, can you, can you just quickly define what a refined carbohydrates is? Because we definitely eat carbohydrates. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We don't eat refined carbohydrates. There's a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, refined carbohydrates, I actually like googled what it was just a little bit ago um but uh the technical definition of a refined carb is um hold on is Refined carbohydrates are grain products that have been processed by a food manufacturer so that the whole grain is no longer intact. The refining or milling process removes dietary fiber, vitamins, and minerals. And so I don't know if, like when we say the refined carbs deal, that might be a little bit misleading because it's actually more than just refined carbs. Uh, I mean, basically it's uh, I mean, we have the list of things that we don't eat, but it, it's really just like kind of could a caveman find this and eat it for the most part. Um, 
Yeah, and I guess I guess that's the thing we've kind of gotten to too is is we ask ourselves, you know, kind of the idea. Yeah, could a caveman have found this and eaten this? And so, like, and and if we're eating, like, say for example, peanut butter, it is peanut butter, peanuts, and salt. It's not anything else added to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, we're very careful. We actually came up with a very good list because I'll tell you what: the food companies add so many ingredients into things that, like maltodextrin, all these different things that you don't sucralose, things that you just don't even really understand what they are that are in there that are spiking your insulin. Well, and so many of them, and they're so not even sweeteners. That we just keep on our phones and we just double check, and the kids actually do too. We'll be at the grocery store and say, "Oh, I." This and I'll say, well, you know, you tell me, can you get it? And they'll pull out their list. Like, oh, no, can't get that one. But oh, yep, can get that one. Yeah, so I, it's been really, really good that way. Yeah, I mean, it's called the refined carbs deal. That's what we kind of call it in the family. But like, in reality, it's a bit more than that. We just have the list of ingredients um, and just high level. I mean, it's if uh, so. We actually wrote out this little contract for Sam and Mick. And the contract, I can just read parts of it right now. It says, what Sam and Mickey promised to do. No refined carbs for one year. No sweeteners except for liquefied stevia, erythritol, and monk fruit in homemade foods only. And then in parentheses, it says the principle is no sweetness that spikes insulin. You get 12 exceptions, so one per month on average. If you make a mistake, that counts as one of your exceptions. And then we have... Basically, just like that list of all of the ingredients, and I made this list, and it comes mainly from like research online, but also I did a lot of like N is one experimenting where I tested my ketones, I tested my blood sugar after eating lots of different types of foods. Um, and then we just have this list, and if any of these ingredients appear on the nutrition label or ingredient list of a food, then we don't eat it. And just to kind of list off some of these, you got sugar, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, dextrose, sucrose, sucralose, maltose, galactose, aspartame, agave, wheat flour, syrup of any kind, molasses of any kind, brown sugar, wheat flour, uh, panela, dextrin, treacle, whey, and so on and so on, sugar, alcohol, soluble corn fiber. Um, and basically it's just that list of, hey, if, you, if any of these ingredients are in the food, it's going to spike your insulin. And if you're spiking your insulin, you can't really lose weight. Um, and so that's kind of the deal, I guess. Do you think that kind of covers most of that? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, 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 and, and, and I think high, high level, and I know this is not exactly, exactly the way that we think of it, but very high, high level is to kind of ask yourself, did God make this? You know what I mean? And, and and not everything that we do, like, you know, obviously I shared some, you know, lemon blueberry scones yesterday that absolutely worked within our deal um, yesterday on my Instagram account. And, but they're made with almond flour. You know what I mean? They're made with fresh blueberries. They're made with almond milk, you know, that sort of a thing. And so, I mean, God didn't actually make that scone, but he made all the ingredients that went into that scone. Well, and, and so I, you know, it's, oh, and, and they're refined. In in the deal, we always talk about how how do you know if it's a refined carb? Well, is it a carb, and then is it refined? And I think almond flour is refined, but it's not principally a carb. 
Like coconut flour yeah. is refined, but it's not principally a carb. So it's not a refined carb. It's more of like a refined uh, nut or legume or, you know, whatever, whatever those things actually are. Um, but Mickey. And let's talk about why we decided to do it for a year as well. Why, yeah. why that was like, we felt like that was important. And I think from my perspective is, I, I think, well, let me just say this. The first two weeks were miserable. Flat out, I was grumpy. I, I mean, it, 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 it was not fun. I did not like it as my body was coming off of, of sugar and carbohydrates and that sort of a thing. And I'm just going to flat out say it. It was, it was not fun. And now would probably be a really good time for people to try this as they're at home, you know, and have a little bit more control over their schedules or whatever, because yeah, it's not fun, but then once you get through it, I mean, I used to have ice cream every day for lunch. I'm not kidding. I mean, I, I really did. I had ice cream every day for lunch. And um, I craved it like crazy. And now, in fact, it was so funny. Bluebell vanilla bean ice cream was my all-time favorite. I used to say to my kids all the time, what I say just before I die? <laughs> Pry open my mouth and put in some vanilla bean bluebell ice cream and I will die happy. I tasted it after about, oh, four months into the deal. I said, Steve, I'm to my husband, I said, they've changed the recipe on this ice cream. And he started to laugh and he said, uh, no, they haven't, but you've totally changed your taste buds. He said, because I've noticed it on some things too. And it is amazing how if you can gut through those first two or three weeks that are just kind of tough, how you're, you just don't even crave it anymore. You don't even want it anymore. I mean, you just feel so good. And you just don't have these mood swings and these and these highs and lows in your energy. And you just don't crave it anymore. You just think, why would I ever want to go back to feeling that way? Yeah. You know, I, and it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it other than just to say, I did it. And that's how I know. Yeah, I remember like a year into like, uh, into like working, I kind of stopped having refined carbs and I remember it was the weirdest thing because I wouldn't feel like I needed to take a nap after lunch anymore. I could have lunch and then I could go back to work and I didn't feel like I needed to sleep. Like I didn't have this huge energy crash at like 2, 3 p.m. And that's one of the things I noticed. But Mickey, what was your experience like from kind of the kid's perspective of the first two weeks? How was it? Well, so Mickey, let me ask you a question. How? Sure, I've noticed that. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I also noticed that every single time that I use a 
cheat day, then next two days, or maybe the day after the next day, like one of those two. Once it's out of my system, I like crave it so much, and I'm like, I really need it again. Well, usually the so, next day after you do it, you are sick. Yeah, I'm sick, and I've noticed that like I mean, like whenever, almost well. Maybe I'm to get into that many details, but like, let's just say she's really been sick. Like, her body tries yeah. to get rid of it out of her yep. body. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, like, like my body tries to get rid of it, but then like my body like says that it wants it again, and so it's like, it's like every time that you use a day, it's like you think, oh, I really, really want to use a day. What's it? I like, can't think of a day that I have used where after the day I haven't been like, oh, I shouldn't have like used that. Now, now I feel so sick. Yeah, it really is true if you, if you go back to it. But the strangest thing for me, and I don't know what the mechanism is in our body, but it's like when you have carbs, your body then wants more carbs, and it wants more carbs. It's just this vicious cycle. And you mean, and you so mean processed carbs or carbs. refined carbs? Yeah, okay. Yep, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, refined the carbs, not because, because we have we have fresh fruit smoothies, fruit, fresh fruit and vegetable smoothies like every, every day. day. We put seeds, we put um, spinach don't tell me, don't and kale tell me, don't and all kinds of things in there. And fresh fruit. Don't tell me. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, and the kids just love them. We all love them, and that's kind of like where we get our sweet. Our sweets come now naturally from fruit. And I think one thing that God did really well when He made fruits is yes, there's carbohydrates and sugar in there. But he also gave us like the peeling and he gave us the fiber. So don't peel your apples, you know, get that good yeah, fiber. Yeah, and don't have just the juice. Yeah, don't ever have just the juice. That will spike it's really your insulin bad for like you. crazy. So it's I've got insulin spikes that really cause the problems. Yeah, and I can take a second and just mention something about insulin. Um, so one of the things most people don't realize is what insulin does. Um, and to kind of give two stark examples, like a type 1 diabetic you know, hundreds of years ago before insulin was created, type 1 diabetes was a death sentence. Um, Type 1 diabetes is where your body can't produce insulin. And essentially what happens is if your body can't produce insulin, then you can't store food as energy and you could eat 10,000 calories a day, but if you don't have insulin, you'll starve to death Uh, because insulin is, is what allows you to store food and store calories. Um, on the flip side, if your insulin is always uh, elevated, it puts your body in a state where you can't burn fat. And at any given point in the day, your body is you know, taking either glucose or fat, either sugar or fat, and turning that into energy. And some points in the day, it may be you know, 80% of your energy is from sugar, 20% is from fat. Other points in the day, like when you first wake up, maybe your fat's a little bit higher, your sugar's a little bit lower, but your body's always taking both of those and, and burning them for energy. But when your insulin is raised, your body is unable to use fat as energy. And so if you, you know, for people who have type 2 diabetes, you know that, you know, going on insulin shots is you will gain weight. That's how it works because you're putting insulin into your body. And when you put insulin into your body, it's another way of saying you don't allow your body to, you know, burn body fat to uh, create energy. And so anyways, that's just kind of a little tangent. And I think, Mom, didn't you include in your meal guide some videos about insulin and how it works and how it regulates? Yes, there are some great videos in that meal guide that 
really help explain yeah. exactly kind of this relationship with insulin. Yeah, I won't, I won't go too much more into it then because they can just look that up. Um, but Mickey, one of the questions I had for you to switch gears a little bit is how do you know what food you can and can't eat? I think a lot of people are like, I don't think my kids could do this. It sounds too hard or it sounds too complicated. Like, you know, how do you know if you can eat a food or if you can't eat a food? So basically how I know is I have this like list that I use, like Steven was talking about earlier, that like tells me what I can and like tells me the like ingredient stuff. And of course you can put down every in but usually if it ends in like oats or like if it has like syrup in it then you can't have it like that type of stuff and um also you can tell if um so if you're just talking about regular sugar not the artificial artificial sugar there it says how much sugar it has but that could be natural sugar so you look down and right under where it says the amount of sugar, it says um, like like how much added sugar, and the added sugar is the like sugar that didn't just come straight from the fruit or come straight from like the thing that you like bought or so like the added sugar. Yeah. So if I were to toss you a package of food and say, Mickey. You have 10 seconds. Is this on the deal or off the deal? How would you do it? I would, well, would I be able to pull out the, like, skip? Yep, you can pull out, yep. Yeah, you can pull out your list, of course. I would pull out my list, and I would just quickly, like, scan the list of ingredients, and then I'd scan the, like, stuff that I can't have, and then I'd see, like, if it has those things or not. And then also I would check the added sugar too. And yeah, I and think mostly I would say you guys have that memorized now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine months memorized. in. But, but you should still refer to it because there's like some things. Yeah, yeah. I think, and, and I think I almost got tripped up because of the, because um, of the of agave nectar. Um, I went to this like smoothie place and they said that all that they put in is like the, the the uh, fruit. the frozen fruit I I like watch them make a dish frozen fruit and then melt and then they said that they put like agave nectar and I was like what's that so then I had to pull out my list and and I'm like oh I almost made a mistake and so she just said hey just don't put in that agave nectar I yeah. don't need it just don't put in the stuff that I can't have and then I like tell tell them what I couldn't have like no juice no like agave nectar i think that was the only stuff in it that i couldn't have and you know i think it's been kind of fun is mckenna kate's friends now several of them but they've been yeah. they've been watching mckenna kate get really good at gymnastics and she has just but also really, like my friends that do soccer yeah and they just want to have but anyway it's been cute to see these little girls their moms will call me and say what is mckenna kate doing and then I'll kind of tell them. And some of her friends have actually started doing it now. And I do think, though, that in a lot of ways, it's it's a family thing. Because if your whole family's not doing it, it's just a little bit more difficult. Like, if the food is in your house, it's so much harder to do. We spend a day and just threw out everything. It was so hard on me to do. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe all this. But then I thought, 
as I was throwing it out, I was thinking, but it's like poison to our bodies. Like, let's just get rid of it. And so we threw it all out. We just don't have it in our house. Yep. And so it just makes it so much easier to do. And I think a lot of people listening to this will probably be thinking, but you have all that candy in your house and all your decor. Uh, and what? <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. Mickey just, just taught the truth here. That candy's disgusting. It's been around yeah. for <laughs> half of that candy is older than Mickey. <laughs> So yeah, it's not actually I know I know it's fun for decorations but we don't eat it yep absolutely <laughs> a lot of my friends they ask if like they can have it and, and I'm like trust me you not want to have it. that is so old and then sometimes they're like it's fine it'll still taste good and I'm and I'm like I'm just telling you don't have it you can suit yourself but don't <laughs> don't don't get mad at me if you don't like it and sometimes my friends like eat it and they're like that's so gross yeah. that's funny that's funny um well I th- I think that uh I think you're definitely right mom about how it's kind of a whole family thing. And if it's not a whole family thing, I guess, like, someone in the family could not do it as long as they only ate, like, refined carbs, like, outside of the home. You know what I mean? I guess you could do it that way, but I do think you're absolutely right that if you don't kind of get all the refined carbs out of your house, there's just no way you're going to make it because... Yeah, it, it, it just makes it too hard. Yeah, it, it makes it easy. Yeah, you have to spend so much of your daily mental energy just fighting that addiction that it's just not worth it. Um, but Mick, I would just honestly just say, truly, just say, I am going to gut this out for two to three weeks. I mean, everybody's going to be different, but just, you know, heck or high water, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to prove to myself that I can make a commitment and keep it. How long, how long do you think, how, what do you think is the minimum amount of time? Because I think one of the reasons we all like this, and you and I have talked about this before, we like this more than keto because it's more sustainable as a lifestyle than yes, keto yes. is. For us, I can, I can will. In fact, McKenna Kate said when her year is over, she said, I'm just going to keep doing it, mom, because I just feel so much better. Mickey, remember when you said that to me the other day? You're talking to somebody, weren't you? Uh, And you just said, I think I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. Okay. What what was your question, Stephen? Oh, my question is, uh, was going to be just talking of time. Yeah. How much, what's like, because if someone does it for two days, they're going to be like, this is the worst. I hate this. I'm tired. I'm lethargic. But like, you know, I think some people are like, well, I don't want to commit to a year like, what's, like, the minimum amount of time you think a person needs to give this to really, like, know if they want to do it as a lifestyle? A month, probably, months. I would say, for me personally, um, I would probably say give it three months. And like I said, I don't, I don't, we didn't do this in terms of weight loss for Sam and Mickey, but, um. I mean, we kind of did. You I mean, know, I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about if, it in terms if, of that. If you want to actually... I don't know. I mean, three months would be the very, very minimum, I would think. Maybe I six think months, that, but... Yeah, I think six. You think six? I don't know. I feel like... really feel it. May, and hopefully this doesn't offend people, but uh, our family tends to speak kind of like a group of engineers when we're problem solving. 
And so uh, ho- hopefully this, this comment is taken in the spirit of like engineering slash problem solving. Um, but I feel like Sam and Mick kind of just like shred fat and gained muscle within the first like month. Was, I mean, yeah, no, no, they did. They, well, am I remembering they did, wrong? And, and very high teens. Like, yeah, I mean, they, it was, was they were like 18 pounds in the first like meanness. month, right, that they both shred. I mean, it was pretty remarkable. Because I remember, yes. I remember, yeah, no, I remember Mickey could all of a sudden like within one month she went from not being able to do back handsprings. Mickey, what, what, what was it you were having a hard time doing? And then like yeah, one month later you could I do like – But there was something. But there was something. To learn, but but it was like she said. It, it's she said I just jumped so much higher now. Yeah. It's like she said before. I kind of felt like I had this this ten to fifteen pound, you know, weighted vest on me, and now I'm just able to just go so much higher and leap so much higher. I help with dance and gymnastics. And yeah, I mean the reality is it. Anyway, but I, I would definitely say. For children, I think it happens a little bit faster. Yeah, you're probably I right. Think for me to really feel it, because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to lose weight. I, I think for me, I didn't notice until I looked back. You know, two to three months, when I was like, "Wow, I was a chipster. Or if I had a refined, you know, if I had carbohydrates, or if I took a cheat day and, and really did it, and I, then I would notice immediately. Oh my goodness, I was so much more irritable today. And because I'd been off of it for a while, I was able to actually pinpoint what it was. Whereas before I would have just said, oh, maybe I didn't sleep enough or, oh, maybe something just happened the day that caused this. But after about a three-month period where I had taken you know, three cheat days and I had three data points, I was able to say, wow, every single time that I you know, kind of ate the way that I used to, I was irritable. I was lethargic. I, you know what I mean? So for me to actually... Pinpointed, I think it took a little bit longer than the kids because mine wasn't a weight loss type thing. Yeah, no, that sounds true. I, I feel like for me, I feel like it was about a month it took me to really notice it. But I would also say that you're right in the sense that like once you've done it three months and you've kind of taken three cheat meals, it's easier, like you said, to be like, oh, it is the cheat meals that are making me irritable on those days. It's not – so it almost I think you're right like the 3 months you almost do notice it more because you've got multiple data points of like going off of it for a day what it feels like. Um so yeah I say yes. I feel like a month is probably the minimum but I feel like your your point on 3 months is probably I probably agree with that too. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Um well another one of the questions that you have on this list is how to get the kids on board. Mickey, you might be a good person to ask this. Like, how did we get you on board? Because you weren't excited at first, were you? Yeah, both you and Sam. How how did we get you guys on board? I got on board because, um... We asked you what you wanted. Yeah, like, to be honest... What are you wanting? I'm running a Disney cruise, and my dad hates Disney and cruises, so... He doesn't hate Disney, he just hates being on a cruise ship. No, he (laughs) doesn't. Well, he hates Disney lines. Yeah. So basically And we were from, and I've always wanted to go on a, on a Disney cruise and I was like quarantine will 
and my dad says like sure. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Yeah. So we picked, we let the kids each pick something that they really wanted. Sam's fishing in the Amazon. Sam gets to go fishing and McKenna Kate gets to go on Disney Cruise if this quarantine lifts and everything is safe, obviously. We may have to tweak that a little bit. But I think it's it's a good idea to give yourself a reward for doing it. I think we all work in terms of rewards. And I I also uh, think that rewards don't necessarily have to be that big. Because we did like something just for the viewer's benefit. Like so... When I was a kid, we did going without candy and sugar and sweets for a year. Um, we could still have like breads and refined carbs. We just couldn't have things that were like basically sure. desserts. And I mean, we did like what? A hundred bucks for a year? Yeah, I, yeah, you got it. I remember because you did it. I remember Steven, you did it for four years. I was shocked because you felt so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you got you earned a hundred dollars a year. But they had two hundred. No, one hundred dollars. Yeah, that first year was a hundred bucks. Your age, McKenna Kate, and he earned a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think I think and the important part isn't necessarily how big the prize is, but it's how big the prize is in the mind of the kid. You know what I mean? Like yes. Yeah. Um, and so I, I that, that is one of the nice things. I think there's people some I think there's probably people listening to this who are in a position to you know fly their kid to the moon if they <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can think of some of our friends who could probably afford to fly to the moon if their kid did this and I can think of other of our friends who that just doesn't really make sense. Um but but the good news is I don't really think the reward has to be that big. Um it's just got to be something the kid wants, you know. Exactly. Like I remember, yeah, I, I remember one. I remember here. one year when I was a kid, I did it. It was to earn a pair of waiters. And mm. looking back, those waiters were probably a pair of waiters to go out duck hunting. Yeah, and <laughs> look, looking back, those waiters couldn't have cost more than like sixty bucks. And I went an entire <laughs> an entire year without sugar to earn those. Uh, but in my mind, the waiters yeah, were just yeah. The waiters were just so cool that it, you know, in my mind, it was it was totally worth it. Um, anyway, I, I just think it's important to recognize that like, it's really not the size from a dollar perspective of the reward that matters. It's more just like, does the kid want it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. And it could even just be like a weekend hanging out with their older siblings or their parents just doing something fun. But anyways, kind of went off on a tangent there. Um, but if people want, I guess we could probably like create i could like ask him if she could create in canva like a little template of the contract that sam and mickey have um, and also i think it'd be very helpful to give that list of food yeah we, yeah for sure because this taking us a long time to compile that list that list took me like a it. solid three weeks to put together yeah so uh, anyway well mckenna k said that she wants to go out on her tumble track and do some gymnastics, so I think we're losing her. So maybe okay, well, we should sign off. Uh, I think there were a few other questions we had down here just to hit real quick. Mick, can you give okay. us another five minutes? Maybe yeah, she's already maybe gone. Five minutes. Okay, five minutes. She said five. Okay, minutes. five minutes. Here we go. Um, next, we'll just kind of do some rapid fire questions. Uh, either of you can answer. First one is: Why do you think more people don't do this? Because it's so whenever you first think like about doing it and I feel like like I know that whenever Joel told me that I was gonna that I should do it 
I was like so overwhelmed, and I was like, no, like I, I just can't do that, do this. But was it nearly as overwhelming once we got going? No. Yeah, I think it's the perception that it's going to be so hard um, that that stops people from doing it. Yeah. When in reality, it's just it, it, it's not that hard. It's a it's hard like the first two days, and then it's. Well, for me, it was hard the first two weeks, but I'm just saying for for people that aren't. A, nearly as addicted as I was to sugar. Like, if I can do it, I think anybody can do it. Because, I mean, I had no idea how addicted to sugar I was. Yeah. And refined carbs. Yeah. Okay. I think the other thing is people just don't know. Like, the thing with refined carbs that's so interesting is, like, there's really what's called, like, threshold effects. Meaning, like, if whether you eat five jelly beans or a whole bag of jelly beans, your insulin is still spiked to where your body can't burn body fat for energy. And so anything you eat after you know having a couple of jelly beans is gonna go straight into your cells and be stored either as glycogen or fat. And so there's like this like odd dynamic where uh, it's kind of like, mom, remember when you made those brownies for that object lesson in church and you put a tiny bit of uh, manure in them and you were like, but they're so, they're 99% brownie. It's just 1% manure. <laughs> it kind of, like, I feel like this deals a little bit like that where, where. It wasn't actually manure. It was. It whatever. Wasn't actually manure. It was potting soil. Yeah. But the, but the point is like, in some ways this deals a little bit like that because people don't realize that having just a little bit of refined carbs every day has a similar effect where it's like, it's kind of, it, I don't want to say it's all or nothing, but it's kind of sort of all or nothing if you're eating foods that spike your insulin because your body just can't lose weight if yes. you're spiking insulin. And even if it's just a little bit, if you're spiking it, you know, five or six or seven times throughout the day, you're spiking your insulin seven, eight or, you know, I mean, yeah. I think just people I think, don't I think, understand. I think people can listen. Bit, yeah. Well, yeah, but... Just don't do it at all and get your body out of the craving. And then, it's, then it just becomes so easy. Yeah, I think people can listen to uh, The Obesity Code by Jason Fung if they want to get more info on how that works because he gets very granular yes. about the mechanisms Great of action book. involved with the that. The Obesity Code, yes. Yeah. Um, next next question. question. Do you think more people will be doing this five years from now? Okay, you're cutting out. Do I what? Do you think more people will be doing this five years from now? Because, like, I remember our family started intermittent fasting, like, four years ago. But we couldn't talk about it on social media because it was kind of taboo. But nowadays, everyone knows about it and it's no longer taboo to talk about it. Yeah, no, we were doing this way before. Um, I I absolutely think that more people will be doing it because there is just so much medical research that is coming out on – the health benefits of eating this way and no question about it. I mean, I think that, that for whatever reason we've gotten, society has gotten into this thing where we can't talk about so many different, you know, body issues. And yet we're sick. Our country is sick. The world, you know, I mean, we're just doing so many things that are, they're slowly killing us. And, no question about it. I think more people are going to get on board and do this because it just makes 
sense. And it just works. It's crazy how... And it works. I mean, and, and, and that's the biggest thing, is I could not be saying this. I am such a, I don't know, just a factual person. If I hadn't done this and lived it for nine months, I couldn't speak with this passion. But I've seen it. And I've not only seen it just with myself, I've seen it with my family. Yep. You know, and it just is such a great way to live and you just feel so much better and, and you know that your body is at its peak, you know, and you're giving it the nutrients that it needs. And anyway, I, I, I just yes. Yes, yes, exclamation point, exclamation point. More people will be doing this. Yeah. It's funny, I've gotten to the point that when I take cheat meals, I have to go for like a ten to twelve mile run afterwards. Cause it's like my way of like detoxing like faster. Just like, I've got to get, I've got to get it all out of my system and I don't want to have to wait 36 hours. Um, <laughs> Kim, Kim and Kim and I have been doing these baking challenges and they're so much fun. But, uh, but after we eat it, I just, I feel like I have to go run until I get the sugar out of my system. Otherwise I'll just feel sick for two days. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree. But anyways, well, I think hopefully this is kind of a good, starting board. I mean, I, I'm guessing you'll probably ask people for comments or whatever. If people have questions, you know, I mean, yeah, if you guys want to do comments, questions, whatever you have, I don't really know exactly how, how that works. Cause I told you this is my first podcast, but however that happens, I hope Stephen can figure out on that end and we can hopefully maybe get on again and answer some of your questions. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, whatever questions people have, I'm, we can find some way to, to field questions, but hopefully this has been helpful. And uh, hopefully people can let us know if they like kind of this long forum podcast format because I'm sure you've got a million other parenting things or decor things or husband-wife relationship things you could talk about. And... <laughs> I do have a lot of things I'm very passionate about and I guess I'm old enough and have enough children that I know some things that work and don't work. So yeah, it may be really fun to do something like that. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. All right, well, Thank sign you. up. Love you, Mom. We'll talk again. Thank you, Mom. Love you, Mick. All right, see you guys.